This is The Dichotomies of Life, Episode 2, End State. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning into episode two of the Dichotomies of Life. Today is a good day, and it has been a great week. Earlier this week, a couple of buddies of mine all got promoted to their first and second stripes on their jujitsu white belt. Congratulations to all of you. It is going to be a very, very long, painful, but extremely exciting journey. So one more time, congratulations to you all. As far as today, pre-purge views are up. For those of you who do not know, I co-host a show called Pre-Purge Reviews with a buddy of mine who I actually train jiu-jitsu with as well. And we basically review products from, you know, food products, tech products, you know, whatever, really whatever we're asked to review or whatever we just think will be exciting. So if you want to follow us on all of those socials, that's Pre-Purge Reviews on all of them across the board. If you want to follow Tony, you can follow him at It's Just a Lift on all the socials. And if you want to follow me, of course, that will be Tucker 10 underscores. So hit us up with questions, comments, watch the videos, like them, subscribe, you know, the whole nine yards. But uh, yeah, thank you for all the love and the support. Pre-Purge Reviews at YouTube has been doing very well as a channel. I appreciate it. Tony appreciates it. The last video we put up was the Oreo State Fair edition, and that video did very well. Got a lot of good um, feedback from people, so we appreciate that. Stay tuned for episode six, which is going to be the Impossible Whopper. So if you've been curious about that, we have that coming up, and we have a lot more stuff coming up as well. Let's get into this podcast, episode two, End State. So... If you do not know what an end state is, I'm going to go ahead and break that down for you really quickly. An end state is basically where you see yourself in X amount of time, whether that be driving a certain car by a certain age, holding a certain job or a certain position in your job, having a certain amount of money in your bank account, being in the relationship status that you want, reaching a certain weight goal, beating, you know, a certain video game, whatever it is, that's your end state. So we're about to break down in-state into four steps. The first step is going to be identifying what is important to you, whether it be any of those things we talked about earlier or anything at all. I want to learn how to make cakes. So that's what's important to you. You've identified the starting point, and then we can go ahead from there and move on to step two. So step two is going to be identifying what you're currently doing that is helping you reach that in-state versus what is hindering you from reaching that end state and cutting that off. And so when you identify the things that are helping you, amplify those, build upon those things, and the things that are hurting you, you need to go ahead and cut those off. And unfortunately, sometimes it's not just bad habits that you have to cut off, it's people. And that can be very hard to do, especially if you've built a history with this person and you know, you've known them for a long time, there's no easy way to say it. If someone's dragging you down, they're dragging you down. You know, people can be very detrimental to you and you not even know it because 
you haven't identified an end state for your life yet. And so when you don't have an end state for your life, you're kind of just living day by day. And there's no ticking time bomb going off in your head. There's no date where you should be here. There's no real sense of urgency in your life. So it's just, it's kind of a bad place to be. Because when you do realize how much time you wasted, you can't get that time back. Step three, speaking of time, is going to be one of the most important steps. Set realistic and personal timelines. You don't want to say, I want a six-pack by tomorrow. Okay, you can go out and get a six pack of beer by tomorrow, but you're not going to have a six pack cut abs by tomorrow. It's not going to happen. That's not realistic. But if you were to say, hey, it's January and I want a six pack by June. okay, that's attainable. That's something that you're actually going to be able to get. Now, the personal side of that, when I say set realistic and personal goals, personalize it to your life. If you know you have things that are up and coming in your life, like birthday parties, weddings, you know, things of that nature. Just go ahead and start budgeting that now and mentally preparing for that now. Because if you mentally prepare for it now and if you budget for it now, what that really means is instead of you feeling like crap for eating that stuff, whatever it it may be, a, a slice of cake, a beer or two, if you budget it now, then you get the victory. Because you can say, hey, I told myself I was gonna eat this and I'm gonna stick to one. Whereas if you just go there and you just go crazy, then you've lost the battle. And then when you wake up tomorrow, you're not going to eat your healthy breakfast that you normally do. You're going to eat something else. And it's just the decisions, you know, thoughts breed similar thoughts. So if you eat a donut today, you're going to be more likely to eat one tomorrow versus you having that victory and that control and telling your mind, no, I'm going to have one beer one slice of cake because it's a wedding and I want to enjoy myself. Stick to that. Win the battle. Do you understand what I'm saying? Win the fucking battle. And when you think about your end state, it's going to require you to adopt a certain mindset of forward thinking. And it's it's almost like it automatically happens. As soon as you pick that date, that timeline, you are forward thinking. And so now everything is just going to be, I got to do this so I can reach that. And you'll start to have a lot of decisions that you're going to have to make. Do I eat that donut? Do I eat that cake? Is it going to make me miss weight? But if there's no sense of urgency, if, if everything is just instant gratification, then, you know, you're, you're not challenging yourself. You're not making yourself any better. You know, you're not getting mentally stronger from doing what your body wants to do all the time. But when you set that date, the moment you set that date, you're going to be faced with thousands of decisions a day that are either going to help you or going to hurt you, like we talked about in step two. So moving on to the last step, tell everybody. You want all your friends to know. You want all your family to know. You want everyone to know about this change that you're about to take on in your life. And it's going to do a couple of things. One, it's going to help you stay motivated because you're going to have people that are rooting for you and want to see you succeed. And guys and gals, if you have someone who's doing that and making a change in life, make sure you motivate them. Hey, I, I, you know, I love what you're doing. You know, keep it up. Great job. 
And when you start to see improvements in their behavior or their body or, or their finances, give them kudos for that. Hey, good job on this. People need that. And they, they don't always know how to tell you. So just be that person who's just positive. Make positive contacts with them every single day on the progress that they've made because you have no idea what decisions that they had to make to get them there. What it's also going to do is it's going to help hold you accountable because your loved ones are going to help you stay on track. Hey, man, don't eat that donut. You're training. Hey, man, don't eat that cake. You're training. Hey, how many sodas are you going to have? Aren't you training? And some people might think that's a little harsh, but if you have a friend that really cares about what you're doing and really wants you to succeed, they're going to help you achieve those goals. Same with loved ones, you know, same with significant others. So and here's the thing. The flip side of that is everyone who is not really for you, they're probably going to be telling you, go ahead and eat that donut. Oh, man, you deserve it. So it's really a good way for you to be able to weed out the people that are actually supposed to be in your life and the people that just really need to kind of get lost. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and take this same four building blocks and apply them to someone who is trying to pay their mortgage off early. And the reason I'm doing this is because I don't my in state for this podcast is for you to learn something, not just to hear me talk. It's for you to learn something. So I want to make sure that I take the time to make sure you actually get what I'm saying. So I'm going to come at it from a different perspective. Maybe you're going to pick up something this time that you didn't the first time. So here we go. The theory of paying off your home early with the four building blocks of end state. Number one is going to be identifying what your end state is. So we know it's going to be paying our house off early. So if we know that, then we're going to go ahead to step number two. So step number two is going to be identifying what is helping you versus what is hurting you and amplifying the things that are helping you. So if you're already making a lot of money, figure out ways to make more money, because obviously more money is going to help you get to your end state. Uh, some of the easiest ways for you to make money in this day and age, we're in the 1099 era. So there is Instacart, there is Grubhub, there is Uber, there's Uber Eats, there's all types of these 1090 jobs, 1099 jobs, these self-employed jobs that you can get and do in your spare time. And you're going to say, well, you don't have any spare time. Everybody has spare time, quite frankly, because if you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix, you know, you have spare time. And I'm not saying I don't do that because trust me, I do. I'm just saying if you're going to try and amplify your income, it's going to take some sacrifice. So moving on to step number three. Step number three is set realistic and personal timelines. And what that means is if you know you have an event coming up, like say you are trying to save up extra money, but you know it's towards the end of the year and Christmas is coming up. I'm going to say it again. It is important to identify these things before you kind of get in your head the timeline. You need to be have a level of forward thinking and say, hey, well, Christmas is coming up, so I know we're going to be penny pension and that's fine. But when Christmas comes up, we're going to budget and we're going to think ahead and we're going to anticipate Christmas and we're going to anticipate birthdays and we're going to anticipate wedding showers or baby showers or all these type of showers or whatever you've got coming up. You know your calendar. You need to look at that calendar and you need to say, okay, I've got XYZ coming up. Let me go ahead and take some money and give myself a budget to spend so I don't, you know, come off as, you know, 
an asshole, more or less, not getting anybody any Christmas gifts or whatever. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother episode. But you get what I'm trying to say here. Make sure you are budgeting your activities as well as your money because they're pretty much the same thing. Now, step number four, just like before, tell everybody. Because what you don't want to happen is for the guys to be inviting you out all the time and you're not able to go because you're that guy who's never able to go all of a sudden. Tell them, hey guys, I'm trying to pay my mortgage off early. So I'm not able, I'm not gonna be able to go out as much as I used to. You know, I'm not gonna be able to do a lot of things that I used to do, but you know what I am gonna be able to do? Later on, I'm gonna be debt free. And then I can give you guys advice. And same thing for the ladies, you know, hey, I'm not going to be able to go out with you guys and we're not going to be able to go to, you know, whatever girls do. (laughs) I don't know. So, you know, whatever you guys do, just do the same thing with that. But you get the point. You got to let them in on what's going on because your real friends are going to help you and they're going to see you trying to buy that $60 PlayStation Plus one year subscription. They're going to say, hey, man, aren't you trying to save up extra money to pay your mortgage off early. You're going to say, yeah, man, but I want to play the game. And they're going to say, well, look, why don't you just buy the $10 a month one until this is over? And if that happens to make sense, then buy it. And if it doesn't, then give them your rebuttal. I don't know, but let them know so they can help you out because real friends are going to help you out. Remember that. Okay. So thank you for listening to episode two of the Dichotomies of Life podcast. I am Tucker. Follow me on all of the socials at Tucker 10 underscore. I appreciate you guys listening. I hope this gave you guys some insight. Up, oh, slap me twice. I forgot the word of the day. The word of the day today is procrastination, and that is spelled P-R-O-C-R-A-S-T-I-N-A-T-I-O-N, procrastination. It is a noun, and it is described as follows, the action of delaying or postponing something. Why do we procrastinate? Well, quite honestly, I feel like we procrastinate because of self-gratification. We want to do what we want to do when we want to do it. And sometimes it's okay to be selfish, but you know, you've got to have a standard because if you don't, you know, and that's kind of why I put it, put procrastination as the word of the day for today, because honestly, if you don't have a goal in mind and if you don't have a set place, you should be at a set time and you might not always make it, but you know, you're going to have a lot better days than you don't if you try. Um, shoot, it's like, hey, I should go clean my car out because there's about 15 bottles of water in there. They're half drinking. There's a couple cans of soda. There's a bag of chips. There's a fucking half eaten fucking McDonald's large fry sitting in the passenger seat. And it smells kind of good, but kind of bad at the same time. I really, I don't know, you open the door, the shit falls everywhere. Like, I'm not going to clean out though, because I'm going to cook some food for the wife. And then I'm going to go ahead and sit down and watch some Netflix. And one episode turns to four episodes. And I wake up at the middle of the night on the couch. Fuck, you know, I'm going to clean the car tomorrow. And then a whole nother list of shit comes out tomorrow for you to do. And there you are, you know, and it never stops. So make sure you are identifying those things as best as you can. Nobody's perfect. We're obviously always going to be dealing with something in life, but set boundaries. Maybe set alarms on your phone and say, hey, this is my alarm to look into all those things I was supposed to be doing. I don't know. 
figure it out. You know what I mean? That's my music, guys. I appreciate everything. Like I said before, thank you. If you have any questions, hit me up at all of my socials. Tucker 10 underscores. This is the dichotomies of life. I am out. Ooh.